Hi, and a big welcome to another episode of Laughter and Lunges with your hosts, Catherine and Sarah. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us today. We would love it if you could rate, follow and share the podcast so that it can reach even more ears. Here's today's episode. I am here live just waiting for the legend, the woman, the myth, the legend, Kathy Kay, to join me. Hopefully she will. Oh, she has joined. Ooh, is it going to work? Oh, it has worked. Thank God. I can't see you again. No way. It's different. It's just a black screen above me. But it's okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. What a palaver with technology this week, hey? Technology loves us. And we love technology. Wow. It's been a mosh. <laughs> Hi, Dawn. Hey Dawn. Thanks for joining. We're running a few minutes late, but Sarah has been on a very exciting mission, haven't you, Sarah? Yeah, I've had to go and replace my laptop, which is quite crucial when one is an online coach. So yeah, it was my fault. There's a lot of um, one brain and also temporary lights that have just sprung up today, just just for fun. So yeah. That's why we're a little bit late. So a polls for that. I'm looking, Peeps. looking forward to uh, hearing how your MacBook setup goes. Oh, I, mean, man. I think it'll probably be pretty seamless. Hopefully. Let's see. Let's see. How, how are you and how's your day been? It's been, I am very good. I'm very good. Can You can't see me either, can you still? Amazing. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very just here good. Smiling, like as if I could see you <laughs> nodding uh, along. I'm a bit pink in the cheeks from looking at this, but yeah, I'm very good. It's been a very busy, non-stop day. How are you? And how has your day been? Yeah, I'm good. It's been a slow day for me. I started off with the yesterday. I was saying I was like getting towards that time of the month, and I'm quite hormonal. I started off the day with like a sore head. And just felt really fatigued, so I decided to go for a nap. So that I nice. didn't get a migraine. Thankfully, I didn't get a migraine, which was good. And the nap was definitely, again, much needed. Um, oh, yeah. Feeling better this evening. Good. That is what we like to hear. Yeah, it's horrible and... when you can feel that little migraine coming on as well. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get ahead of this. Um, done a couple of check-ins as well for Empowered and Ape. For, well, for Empowered, the guys that have stayed on. I started doing their check-ins um so I've replied to a couple of those which has been a delight nice hannah is hannah doing like visual description for you oh, <laughs> i wasn't oh, sure hannah, she was amazing. taking the mic but thanks hannah i would like to know does this jumper have a picture of grapes on it or is it grape colored it's just um i'd say it's grape colored but it's like a base layer so we're not quite in jumper season yet it's it's a base layer but thank you very much hannah to the richie and were shorts worn today or no no shorts shorts were worn today it was another trout it was a short sandwich day so shorts in the middle of the day we're back to trousers tonight but not through cold just yeah just through i had to pick something up <laughs> nice oh uh, we are here to answer some questions aren't we this is going to be the last one that we do at 7 p.m and then we're going to do another one at we said 12 noon didn't we yes tomorrow because we sure people on a friday night at seven probably don't want to be sat listening to us i mean maybe they do 
but we're we're going to move it to earlier well, aren't we? we thought as well you know let's let's give other people the chance to join us live you know get in on the mix and not have to watch it back so if you're free tomorrow around midday and you want to see these delightful faces then do join us for, if you're working from home you could put your phone at the side keep oh, working listen to it yeah as if you've got colleagues in the room with you oh except that we probably yeah. don't know anything about your job <laughs> but we'll do our best to help sure thing yeah ask us ask us your work related questions and we'll see how well we do with that <laughs> have we got any questions for today Catherine? have you got a question in your box in my, in my box i have a question it's a three-parter wow in my box and it's also i feel um i was gonna say personally attacked that's not the right way to describe <laughs> it i feel called out because do you remember on the live it was either yesterday or the day before i said i would go away and look up the creatine question yes yes and it's basically just remi a reminder <laughs> to look up the creatine question <laughs> or the answer to the creatine question so let me read it out for anybody who wasn't privy to the live where we were talking about creatine the last time. It's also one of our favorite topics. Um, and it was on Tuesday because the question, the person asking this question said it was on Tuesday. On Tuesday's IG, you talked about coming back to chat. Um, I, think, I think she means like about increasing creatine as you get older and she says triggered <laughs> um perimenopausal women needing five to eight grams or above the usual three to five grams um and the mechanistics of why that is and then she says by the time i wrote part number two and part number three i couldn't remember what i wrote in part number one sorry if it's nonsense and it isn't nonsense not at all totally get it amazing <laughs> Do you want me to start? Oh yeah, yeah, because I wasn't looking this one up. This was all on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd done some reading on this like a couple of months ago and I feel like I'd forgotten it. So I had to go and refresh my brain on the stuff that I found. Um, I think I put a post up like a couple of months ago about it being a good idea for peri and postmenopausal women to be taking slightly higher doses of creatine than what's normally recommended. The normal recommendation is three to five grams per day, but actually there is some evidence to suggest that going higher than that is quite beneficial. Um, what the research suggests and what the doses that they've used in that particular research are quite high. So anybody listening who's, gonna, who's already taking creatine is going to be like, what? Say what? Um, say what? So, what they recommend is a week um, of oh, what's it called a loading phase sorry for like a week but what they recommend there is 0.3 grams of creatine per kilo of healthy body weight um, so you would take like your rough healthy bmi uh, weight a uh, healthy bmi sorry and you would take that and you'd have 0.3 grams of creatine per kilogram of healthy body weight for each day for a week now like for me that would equate to like 18 grams of creatine a day wow. which is quite a lot of creatine to have yeah and so you don't necessarily have to have that all in one go you could have that like three times across the day you could have it with breakfast lunch dinner for example um and that would 
count as a loading phase. You also do not have to do a loading phase. The, the point in the loading phase is to bring creatine levels up quicker, um, like over a week, rather than like spreading that increase out over, say, like a month or two. Um, so people don't panic when you're hearing me say 18 grams of creatine <laughs> a day. I have not lost my mind. Don't worry. You don't need to do that. But a good idea, what would be a good idea is to increase up to like six, seven, eight grams per day. And again, you can split that up across the day if you want to. Um, so that's like the recommendation. That's kind of what we spoke about on Tuesday. But the reason for this is, again, we briefly touched on it on Tuesday as well, is for for women in general and this is like not even talking about perimenopausal menopausal or postmenopausal women it's like just females in general actually store 70 to 80 percent less creatine in their muscles than men do and have a slight have like a slightly higher concentration within the muscles so we have smaller muscles than men right generally so the concentration is like higher yourself, even mate. <laughs> oh gosh even though like the overall amount is less and we think that that concentration is higher because we're less sensitive to it so it needs to be a little bit higher so that it still has a relatively decent impact on the muscle um but yeah that's that, so that tells us that females are less sensitive to creatine and it's probably because of hormonal differences even when you think about like going through your menstrual cycle, there will be increases in estrogen and drops in estrogen. And we know that when we have where like higher amounts of crea of creatine, Jeezo, of estrogen, that like we are more, more sensitive to creatine. So actually having like that time of the month where we have a higher estrogen level, we are more sensitive to creatine and thus it has a bigger impact on us. And we know that in perimenopause and postmenopause, estrogen levels drop. Therefore, it makes sense to supplement with more creatine because we're less sensitive to it. And that's that's the mechanism. Well, that's my understanding of the mechanism based on like the reading that I've done around it. And I really hope that that makes sense. And I feel like I've spoken for about 10 minutes. That was delightful. That was like, I really enjoyed listening to that, Catherine. Oh, I love it. I love hearing all the science. And, but it's just but it's true though because it is really interesting and to be able to sort of relay that back from kind of the research that you've done in a way that kind of makes sense as well in terms of why we might need that sort of elevated level one as like women in general anyway but also at certain stages within our life I think is is really really helpful so thank you very much okay I think that the, the uh, lovely lady that adds to that question is uh, listening live. So if there's anything there that you wanted to follow up on, then just drop us a message. Absolutely. More than happy to do more uh, research on creatine. Uh, just got to thank you. It's my favourite topic. <laughs> uh, did you have any other questions, Catherine? I did not have any other questions. Um, oh, what's the one saying? My coach, exclamation mark, <laughs> called me out today for not getting in enough fruit and veg in daily. How do you to make sure you hit your targets? Oh, oh good question. Do you want to start, Sarah? Because I've I feel like I've been hogging hogging the mic. Watch us rock the mic. Watch us rock the mic. Psych. Um yeah, I'll start with this one because then I can talk about something other than PJ and Duncan. So for me, I tend to start the day with fruit 
I was going to say I'm veg, but sometimes I might veg. But generally throughout the week, I'll have a couple of portions at breakfast. So already I'm getting off to like a decent start. I think one of the main things, apart from ensuring that I do include it as part of every meal, and usually I snack on it, is having it readily available in the house. I think this is re- this really helps. So thinking about the things that I enjoy eating that is fruit and that is veg and making sure it's readily available and i am then more likely to pick that up when i go for a snack and often now i will try and think if i'm craving well not craving but even if i'm going for a snack or something and say i'm having a toasted muffin i'll have something with that i'm just thinking i haven't had that today either but i'll usually pair that then with a portion of fruit or a veg no it's a peanut butter oh so yeah a type of butter but um (laughs) yeah but i'll make sure then i'm pairing that with a portion of fruit or veg and i have been known to just eat a carrot or a you know like without chopping it up I eat a lot a of pa- times we'll jump on a call <laughs> and Sarah will be eating a carrot. It's great. Just yeah, or like a pepper, like an apple. And I think that again is just because it's readily available in the house. For me, that's that's the biggest thing is making sure it's readily available and easy to grab. And yeah, and even something as simple as recently I've taken to buy in the pre-cut apples in the little packets you know for the school for the kids school lunch boxes but they're great for me because sometimes if I'm busy sitting there eating an apple feels too disruptive which is a bad a bad state of affairs to be in really when sitting to eat an apple is too disruptive but that's one for another day but actually having it pre-cut up means that I can kind of snack on that and still work so I think it's like little tweaks, really. And I know I've kind of gone through my day there and told you my what I eat. I'll have two pieces of fruit in the morning. Fish <laughs> and a rasp And then I'll have some fish. And a rasp cake. Um, but yeah, my biggest tip, I guess, is making sure it's readily available. And that was a long-winded way of saying that. But readily available and easy to consume. So... You know, is it already prepped? Does it mean that you're prepping it before? Can you buy pre-prepped? They're probably the two biggest things. Um, what what would be mine? S- similar to you saying that you make sure you are like prepared. Um, when Hannah and I do like our food shop for the week, we'll kind of, we used to write it down, but like now we'll kind of, plan it out in our heads and we know roughly what we're going to have for our meals so we we'll we'll have exactly the same for breakfast every single day because we're so boring (laughs) and then we'll have the same generally for lunch each day as well particularly like monday to friday because then it means less brain space is taken up figuring out what we're going to eat for our meals and then like we can focus on our work or whatever we're doing that day so we pre-plan that we pre-plan our dinners and we normally have like a set list of sort of five or six different dinners that will rotate through and maybe we'll use a new recipe every now and again and throw that in there but we know then what we're having for our meals each day and based on what we're having for our meals each day we know exactly what fruit and veg we need to get and how much of it we need to get so that a we like have it there and it's ready but also so we waste less of less of it as well um and in terms of like getting in enough I literally I know this sounds really simple and maybe you're like 
great thanks Catherine but with every single meal I make sure I have two different yeah pieces of fruit or two different vegetables and like I try not to overcomplicate it um normally I'll use the same vegetables and sometimes I mix it up for a bit of variety so maybe like one week instead of having I don't know kiwi chopped up in my Greek yogurt in the morning and a banana I'll have a banana and an apple it's wild isn't it I know we really <laughs> um, are living on the edge yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just I literally just make sure that I have at least two and generally I'll have more than two like yeah. sometimes I'll have like four or five on a plate maybe I'm a bit weird but I'll have like a yeah. lot of a lot of veg particularly like later in the day um yeah I'll start off with my day like banana and a kiwi on greek yogurt and then at lunchtime I'll have a big salad what I'll probably do because it's now started getting colder is get soups or make a big batch of soup with loads of different veg in it um and then for dinner cycle through so I mean I've had like I mean, this is like my leftover <laughs> dinner here but we had like a a wrap um and then like the rest of the filling for the wraps we have in a bowl so it's kind of like a burrito style bowl and we have sugar snap peas in it we have peppers we have mushrooms so that's like three portions within our dinner yeah I think that's it, that's it. I, yeah I think as you said they're almost it might sound like simple but sometimes the simplest way of doing it is the easiest way as well like in this case it probably is like sitting down and as you said you're taking that decision away like day in day out because you're having similar things all the time um i think just on a practical level as well that can be really helpful because when other things are going on you haven't got to overthink it if you're having like variations on a theme um for me another thing i like to do i like to have a lot of frozen stuff to hand so that i can if I'm making, a, I love a batch cook. So if I'm making a batch cook or something, I just sling a load of veg in. Anywhere I can hide it in, in food, I'm, I'm hiding it in. You know, if I'm having rice, I'm adding vegetables through the rice. Like just again, because it's frozen, it's easy to whack it in. So I think having it to hand is obviously really important. And as Catherine said, if you're planning for sort of the week, then you can plan what veg or fruit you want to have to hand as well I, I think there's a lot with this one there's a lot with this one and it's totally based on like your preferences as well um I think wrongly sometimes people think that they have to have like some some people will prefer fruit and some people will not really like vegetables and get most of their fruit veg intake from fruit mm. that's fine you don't need to evenly split it it's not like vegetables have one magic property that fruits don't have i think as long as you're getting a good variety and you're trying to get you know like different colors in mm. i like to say like well eat the rainbow yeah like reds and oranges and yellows and i don't need to tell you the colors of the rainbow <laughs> because you already know that i was appreciating it though i told you science hit me oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that so was we're expected to see that that intake go up Don. yeah hit us with it how let us know in the group as well how you are like making strides towards that because i think it'll be really helpful for other people too because there's so many ways to do this and i think it's really helpful to hear how other people do it as well and the key like with anything when it comes to your health and fitness goals is don't expect it just to like happen and fall mm. into place like that's where the, the planning and the preparation will 
really, really help. And I guess equally with this one, I think be realistic about where you are at, at the moment. If you're not really eating a lot of portions, then like a success is to add an extra one in, you know, and, and again, build from, from there. Definitely get on the raw carrot though. But yeah, be realistic with where you are at the minute and then look at even adding in an extra portion. You know, that's a success and we can still build from there as well. I just put an emoji of a raw carrot. I appreciate well, a carrot. that. <laughs> we don't know. We can't confirm whether that is cooked or raw. I think that's... Did we have... No, we had one more question, didn't we? Did you have another question? Oh, yeah, my question box. In my box, what's in the box? What's in the I box? I had one box? around overeating in the evening and how to kind of stop that. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to go first. Yeah, I think with this one a good way a good way to start is figuring out why you're overeating in the evening because based on that there's going to be different strategies that mm. you can use to help reduce the instances and frequency and the intensity of the overeating um you might be overeating in the evening because you've had nothing or barely anything to eat all day um maybe you've skipped breakfast and lunch and then you get home and you have dinner and you're still hungry immediately after dinner in which case you know the scenario there the strategy to overcome that would be to eat more during the day so that later on in the day you don't feel as hungry whereas you would use a different strategy if for example you were overeating in the evening because you were bored or because you're really stressed out when you get home from work because it's been a really tough day at work there's you know there's a different strategy based on the the reason behind the overeating so i think that's key is to identify that first and foremost agreed and another thing it might even be as well is that the meals even if you are eating earlier in the day are those meals truly satisfying and whether they're filling enough or in terms of giving you satisfaction in terms of taste and texture as well so as Catherine said getting to sort of grips and being a bit more curious I guess about why that might be um is a really good first step and again that's where having a coach to kind of talk this through and kind of bounce those ideas off can be really really helpful because sometimes it can be difficult it can sometimes be difficult to see that why that might be happening agreed yeah, I suppose we could go through, through loads of different scenarios, couldn't we? And say, you know, if you're feeling bored, do this. If you're feeling stressed, do this. If you're sad, do this. If you're lonely, do this. If, but I think kind of if you wanted to like expand more on that, then we can certainly help point you in the right direction and give you something to try. Um, equally, you can join Empowered Innate and we can work on that over a period of eight weeks and help you reduce that. Agreed. So, Catherine, <laughs> I was just about to ask you the same thing, but go for it. I'll let you go first. How, if any of our lovely watchers, listeners here would like to sign up to Empowered in Eight, well, I really shouldn't have gone first. How may they do that? They can do that by going to www.empoweredin8.com and there'll be a big join now button. Equally, you can visit our bios and there's a link in the bio and you can join up there if you're not sure or if you're mulling it over you have any questions that you'd like to ask us 
then get in touch. We'll be happy to answer your questions. Um, and that's it, I think. We start on Monday. Let's be having it's you. It's not long. You do not have long. Let's be having you, indeed. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm what excited. a delight. I'm and me, excited. I'm genuinely, genuinely, because you're not genuinely really excited. We're both <laughs> genuinely really excited. Can you not tell? Oh, gosh. Are you up to much this evening? Anything exciting? I mean, it's almost eating. bedtime. I know, that's it. Eating and sleeping, to be honest. I think that's it. How about you? Well, I've had, I've had my dinner. In fact, I've had most of my dinner. I'm going to finish it and then probably read. I started reading um, The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. Oh, yeah. I'm like a few chapters in. It's really interesting. Yeah. Nice. I did my um, dissertation a little bit on not the psychology of money, but it was to do with the psychology of sort of the credit crunch. That was what I did my dissertation on. I can't tell you what I found. It was a long time ago that I did. That was what it was around. So I remember reading a few books on the psychology of money at the same time. Interesting. New fact for you there. Guys. There you go. And for me yeah. as well. Fun fact. We learn something new every day. Uh, on that delightful awesome. insight into my past. Have a lovely little evening, everyone. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.